Hey guys, welcome to another shot. My name is Chad Miller, I'm your host, and this is episode two. For this episode, I wanted to do, I wanted to interview someone special, and this guy is, uh, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite people. He is the coolest, most down-to-earth dude, and he has the best outlook on things. Not only that, but he is a 48-year-old ex-team roper and all-around cowboy who's done a little bit of everything in his life that currently builds skateboards out of his man cave in happy texas um it's a crazy combination of things but he is the coolest dude and i hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as i did whenever he was here in the studio so um without further ado mr mike hill episode two All right, we're live. This is episode two with gonna, Mr. Mike Hill. I'm just going to sit over here and drink beer. <laughs> you do that, Talk man. You. Go right ahead. <laughs> so with this like, with this podcast, it doesn't always, it's not all about music. It's not all about, um, I don't know. It's about anything. Like, I mean, we can talk. It's about fellowship, man. Yeah, we can it's talk about, about hanging out. Yeah, we can talk about politics, religion, business relationships i don't care i mean just whatever but one of the things that i i i want to stick to though is like the people that i've got lined up for this thing are just ridiculously interesting like your your thing for me is super interesting because how i don't know so how how old are you uh i was born in 1970 and that that goes into another thing i was listening to your your episode yesterday yeah you made me smile because you're like, man, I think this cat's like in his late thirties, early forties. Well, Dude, I'm 48 years old. Well, man. but I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, it made me that's, smile. That's like, the funny part, though. Yeah. Is like, so I mean, it's not funny. It's so cool though because. Yeah. So did you did you skateboard? In not, your, not yeah. Well, as a teenager? you know, I was a 70s kid, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all had skateboards back then, right. but. Uh, also, you know, we always had horses and you know horse shows, so and rodeos, and well, not really, man. That that. Where did you grow up at? Uh, actually, I was born in Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay. We moved away from there probably, you know, as soon as I was born. But uh, I was raised in L.A. Really? Yeah. And, uh, which is Lubbock. From what years? Yeah, well, that's Lubbock area. Don't get it confused with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you said L.A. I, I mean, like, like <laughs> Lubbock, Leveland, Littlefield, yeah. you know, Odessa. Yeah. yeah. We moved around a lot, but I like to call it L.A. because it catches people catches by people, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we moved around a lot when we was kids, but uh, more or less, you know, raised in Lubbock. It's always a country-style upbringing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it actually, you know, the whole that's for another episode because i did it that's it's pretty heavy yeah as a kid but we moved around a lot but anyway we always gravitated back towards lubbock and uh i went to school it's funny because you was talking about south plains college Mm -hmm. i actually went to south plains college for like a couple of semesters and just 
partied our asses off, dude. It's, it's, this was like a 90, man. Okay, that's yeah. the thing is like, it's, it's literally like I, for me, it was the best place ever. It was, it was. And, and it's super cheap and, you know. It is. This is what I tell my kids. Me and my wife have the same point of view on this. We talked about it and, you know, like, I know a lot of very, very smart people and successful people that never went to college. Yeah. And I know some people that I wouldn't kick across the curb for nothing that have, you know, $160,000 or yep. more in student loan debt and they went yeah, to, they yeah, have a bachelor's yeah. degree. And so I told my kids, or I, I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, well, college is not for everybody, but if you find something that you're good at and you want to make a career out of, then you should pursue it. But I definitely want you like to have an idea of where you're going. And for yeah. me, it worked out perfect because it was a cheap school. I went for two years and and did what I wanted to do at it, and my parents were supportive about it. And it was a, it was the best, man. I love Southlands. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I repped them. I'll shout them it, out. It rocked I back. Yeah. I mean, and it probably still does. I ain't been there. Well, forever. I talked to uh, one of my old instructors the other day, and he said that like attendance is kind of well, at least in the music program, attendance is kind of down, and um, it's it's not. They, he kind of hinted that like the the time that I was there was like the heyday for the music program, and it's yeah. kind of pittered a little really? bit. But it's but it's not as it's still it's still yeah. better than any other place. I mean, you can't go anywhere else and do that music program. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. It, it was a good ass time. Stick. No. You know so I mean? what did you but, what did you go for? Uh, originally, I the first day I signed up for like drafting, you know, yeah. drawing, yeah, and just shit like that, but. Then I think that like the next semester I went ahead and I was like, you know, screw this. I went into the music side of it mm-hmm. and just took some classes on engineering and just yeah. whatever. Took a drum class, which that lasted not even a day. I showed up and the dude was busy and I was like, all right. Yeah. So I went and dropped that. Really? <laughs> but I was just there to party, man. Well, but so you got into drafting. Were you into art and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Architect, kind of yeah, been... stuff like that. You know, I was interested in yeah. it and went through several classes of that but so maybe that gravitated towards the art the that i put on my boards yeah you know? yeah, but, yeah but anyway did that and did a bunch of other stuff but anyway ended up in amarillo you know we've lived i've lived all over the place right. man hell I've, jesus name it and i've probably lived there I lived in san marcus for a while really god that was awesome and i actually went down there actually when i was roping calves that was yeah. the reason i moved down there is because i was kind of in the rodeo yeah. state of mind and everything there's got some good rodeos down there yeah I mean, well and that it's like the calf roping mecca calf of the world yeah. is down there in south yeah. texas so i went down there and hung out for a while chasing girls yeah and so so what okay so and then somehow you wind up in happy yeah absolutely uh actually after whenever i split from san marcus i actually moved up here to amarillo Mm -hmm. you know being from lubbock but i had some buddies that was having a good time up here so they was like hell come up here so i cruised up here ended up damn hanging out and getting a place to live and everything and uh ended up just being here I don't, staying, and yeah. i have no idea how, why i left san marcus nothing was dude, ever really planned no it just, it was just with the flow it's like yeah it's just like whenever you're ready to leave you just leave back then you it's know like whatever whenever you know the what do they say there's a saying about it like you just follow the current you know you do man things especially you know. when you're in your 20s and shit you oh, know yeah. you're like whatever let's go man yeah all right so 
So before you were doing the boards, what did you do? You just if you, you said you oh, I've always had jobs. Hell, I got a CDL, so I drove like uh, freight trucks. I, I worked well. Actually, uh, I lived in Lubbock there for a little while, and I actually worked for a beer company. Drove a oh, beer yeah. truck. Did that, dude? Then, I would always. But I was always roping, you know, on the side, you know. And, if I drove a beer truck, I would always be like, well, these are damaged. I guess they're going to go to me. Or... Dude, you don't even. <laughs> dude, I a... could tell you some inside stories about driving tell a beer it, truck. It... But I don't want to get nobody in trouble, yeah, which I, I wouldn't nobody. think they'd do it now because this is in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So I, w- I wouldn't think they'd do it anymore. Things are a lot more strict but, now. Yeah, but, dude. Well, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty fun job. Uh, well, it's a young man's job because yeah. you're, uh, you're toting, his... yeah, you're toting kegs upstairs and yeah. shit like that, and then, you know, you're you're dealing with a lot of beer, which I did it in Lubbock when, I don't know if you're familiar where the strip used to be, yeah, you know, with the a little mini Vegas out there and everything. Yeah. That's where the majority of the beer was sold out there. Uh, but I did that for a while, and then they moved me all to the bars and everything, where you actually had to tote kegs and yeah, all that crap it. and everything. But it's a tough deal, but. Dude, I was in my twenties, man, and that's that's where it was hey, at. That call your friends. Hey, meet me in the yeah, alley. I'm oh, driving by. Dude, that, <laughs> it, that happened. That yeah. happened many times. I ain't shitting you. Call you. Are you, hey, there, are you there, working there, today? Yeah, you got anything scratching it? Oh yeah, meet me in dude, the alley. I'll... There used to be a bar called Dallas Knights in Lubbock. Yeah. You probably don't know it's that. It's the way yeah. it is. It was back in my South Plains day. Yeah. But it was the big bar, kind of like Midnight Rodeo or whatever. But uh, Dallas Knights. And I sold beer to them, or I delivered beer yeah. to them, and they would buy, you know, 200 cases, you know, whenever yeah. we delivered. So, we're, shit, we'd damn oh, take that shit in the cooler and everything. And, yeah. well, this one cat that ran the place, oh, and I feel bad about saying this, no, but, hell, they've been closed forever, no, you, man. They, I mean, you're not going to hurt nobody. Yeah, it's, what is it, the, the, what's that rule after so many years? Yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you're, you're uh, what is that, damn? You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, so I'm in the good. But anyway, you know, all the places you'd sell that beer to, they would go in there and count what they had, and then after you're done delivering, they'd go recount it, you know, make yeah. sure you gave them the 200 cases. Dallas Nice never counted that shit, man. <laughs> 190, oh, yeah, well, cases. they were like, yeah, go in there and tell me how much beer we got, and then come tell me, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, well, y'all got 22 cases in there right now. Yeah. And they're like, all right, give me, you know, 100 cases. Well, they would get like a hundred. They would get like ninety-eight cases, yeah. <laughs> and then my buddy would, <laughs> my buddy would show up and, so, yeah. And, what's the uh, one just, for you, one for me? It's, one for it's you, ridiculous. It's terrible. I'm even saying no, this. I was not even. But playing. looks at that's so. That's the thing though. Is but, like you know when you're young. Yeah. Oh yeah. You take man, like I said, that was in the nineties, dude, and. And everybody, all the beer companies did it, man, yeah, to the bigger joints like yeah. that. You know, the little joints, they, you know, we took care of them Small and everything. But, yeah, but. And hell, they ain't going to miss a damn case of beer. <laughs> Shit, you know? Well, I mean, one, probably not, but how many over the course of the time? Yeah. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. I mean, Shit. They're going to spill and break no, more beer to, than what you can take. Man, I worked at, and I'll probably, people that know me, that's the <laughs> thing about being the guy, like, the guy, and it's like, but. But people who listen to this are, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna know me. So whenever I tell the story, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I can't believe you said that." But anyway, uh, I don't really care. I mean, this is <laughs> about right. anyway. That's right? what so it's about, man. We, uh, no, I used to. So in high school, me and my my best friend, uh, I don't know if I say his name or whatever, but I screw it. Me and my best friend Brian, we worked oh, at. We worked just don't at, say uh, no last no, name. No, I won't say his last name. We worked at uh, Chili's in Plainview, 
um, as we when we were seniors in high school. What year is that, Ethan? So uh, two thousand and six, two thousand seven. Oh shit! I was yeah. probably in there a couple times. I'm sure you were, man. Yeah. There, um, so we had this manager, and he was a goober. He, I mean, he's a nice guy, <laughs> but so so my 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 best friends are twins, and we were always together. Everybody calls triplets because we were always hanging out together, and stuff. So. Um, well, anyway, they they at their out at their house. Um, their dad built a big rope arena, so yeah. uh, you know in Plainview in Toya, just right oh, six, okay. six miles outside town right here. And so we'd go out there. I mean, we partied out there. Like, yeah. I mean, because yeah. their parents got divorced when we were um, early in high school, and and after that, it was just party central out there. I mean, we just. Yep. But I mean, we were all safe. I mean, we we're all good kids. Yeah, we were all safe. The best place to be was at a rope arena. Yeah, we I were mean, all safe really and was. having a good time, and we throw little barn parties out there. Not little, we throw big barn parties out there. But <laughs> we'd. Uh, I mean, most of the time, everybody was fine, and everybody got home safe, and we weren't crazy about it. We weren't stupid kids. We were all had yep. a good head on our shoulders, you know. Anyway, so. Anyway, so uh, one day, uh, the manager, uh, our manager at Chili's, he. Uh, uh, I mean, we're getting ready to go. We're getting off, and the next day we're gonna rope all day at the arena. And I had, like, I didn't have a horse. So I was just one of theirs. And this is old swayback mare. I was called Sally. She's slower than dirt, <laughs> and probably I don't know, 100 years old. And, yeah. Hey, but I'm a big guy. I'm awkward. You know, there's a lot of weight oh, on top yeah, of that horse, yeah. so I throw a few loops and I go yep. sit with the girls and play guitar. You know, yep. that's what that was my thing. Nice. So, uh, or work the shoot or something. Yeah. You know, let them rope. So, well, anyway, so he comes out there and. Uh, Brian invites him out the next day. He says, "Hey, we're gonna be roping." He's like, "Oh, you got nothing to do." So, and evidently, his sister, this guy's sister, was like a playboy playmate and stuff. Like, I mean, it's crazy family, you know. I don't know. Anyway, so he Dang. comes out. He comes out, and he's like kind of city slicker type, you know. Well, he comes out, and he is hooked. I mean, the next day, like <laughs> Monday afternoon, he's boots, jeans, big buckle. He's hooked, ready to go. Yeah. Well, then, um, so that was our end with him. He was like, and he was a younger guy, so we were probably. 18 and he was probably 26 27 you know single guy and uh so we would uh we would leverage our friendships for bar shifts with him and so we were 18 and running the bar at Chili's and we'd nice. close it down and uh he'd say oh this uh bottle of Patron's no good here like yeah and I mean we nice. I mean so we did the same thing man yeah we, yeah we took uh took advantage when you're young you gotta take advantage of those situations Absolutely. I mean we I god dang man we had the most fun Dude, but that's the most fun yeah. though I oh, god, would, yeah I would you're in I would your trainings, anything, man. man I yeah I mean I, I've known people in the bar industry you know forever and they tell me same stories I mean they're like yeah, once we shut them doors, man, it's it's go time. Oh man, I could tell you, I could tell you some stories about a lot of places I play, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if people think I'm just the party guy, or maybe they party like you that are without the party without, guy. without me. Maybe they do that without me. But uh, man, it's, there's a couple places that it's like they save it up till I come right, back next yeah. month or something. Oh, I hear you. And uh, man, it's like you know, I used to you know three or four in the morning wasn't no big deal, but Dude, now I'm know. like. Got three wife, three yeah, kids. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a day drinker anymore, go. dude. Yeah, well, so they, uh, man, there's some places that I'll get done playing, and then the managers and the bartenders they they're sitting there pounding that, yeah. on, they're turning it up, and there's where are we going next? Whose house are we going uh, to? And I'm like, man, I'm I'm going to the hotel or I'm driving home, or you know. Yeah, that'd be tough. I and mean, I think about that all the time about you mus- musicians, man. I mean, like, cause 
y'all y'all travel and y'all got to go but every time y'all play everybody wants to hang out and party with you afterwards it's not, and it's not great like it's not horrible in me it's not like i'm some huge level of fame or whatever but i like to hang out and visit with people and well, get yeah. to know people and have a good time gotta sell your brand yeah and so my whole with music my whole deal is the way i view it is no matter what song i sing or how long i play or where i play at as long as people associate me with a good time then i'm doing my job that's the whole thing is Absolutely. i want people to to whenever they remember where they saw me they're like, man that was fun or yeah. whatever yeah. whether it's oh he sang a good song yeah. or he covered one of my favorites or i really like that original or he took a shot with me or make people you know, want to be around yeah, you man I just, that's I mean, my whole thing is i want to i mean i look at it like this that you know i don't have all these opportunities presented to me in these things in yeah. these ways to to piss them away you know like yeah. i gotta take advantage of it and share some happiness with people you know that's the way i look it's at all it, about the love chad yeah, man. it is man <laughs> so, it really is and so uh and nobody wants to hang out with the ass no man you know i've got some buddies too and they like i had a conversation with one of my music buddies the other day and he was and he was it was the kind of the sad soft story he's like man i don't know why i'm not getting any traction and i'm like well dude like you you wait till last minute you go on stage you sing your songs you get your guitar and you leave after that and i'm like Nobody gets right. to judge. I mean, they can hear you sing, but they want to judge your character. They yeah. want to know who you are, you know? And that's Absolutely. the thing. you got to sell yourself. It's like, it's it's prostitution kind of like, it's like, you know, I have to, sell it. I have to give you myself <laughs> and hope uh, that you, but that's the thing too. It goes both ways, right? Like, oh yeah. we, we, being a bunch of my music buddies, we, all joke, we always joke around about, we get the the West Texas stare a lot of times. Like, it's just, people are, you know they're having, they're not, they're not not enjoying it. Yeah. But they're sitting there, they're hanging out, and they may not ever clap. Uh, you nailed it. Ever, that... They may not clap, and they may not, you know, smile at you, but they, you know that they're, you know, they're not disgusted with yeah. it. They're enjoying it. They're tolerating it. I got you know? a buddy, man, and I'm not going to call him out, but he <laughs> he is that way, but everything we do, he loves, He he's a great dude, yeah. but he will sit there and have that, 1860 photo just <laughs> blank stare at you but at, if you say something to him he's like i'm having a blast yeah you man. know and you're like we'll show it that's a, that's the thing is it but but what makes it different though is that one that one time you know you you get that you get that back no oh, yeah. you get what yeah. you're giving yeah. back and then it's it's worth it like so i could play three or four like i'll play some little and i call them menu venues you know they're like food and bar and grill type places yeah. with the they do live music and so i'll play a few of those and 99 percent of the time they're just they're they they pay decent and they caught my food and drinks and it keeps me busy and then but every once in a while man there'll be somebody there who's really digging it or i'll yeah. have a great night and i'm like okay well i'm gonna chase that because that was good you know we, me and my chick, we went down to, uh, we stayed in Dripping Springs a couple of weeks ago. We made a road trip down there. Uh, actually, the Real Ale Brewery was having a, a fundraiser for a skate park and everything, and I oh, made yeah. a board for them, oh, and I took cool. down there, or I sent it to them, and we was like, hell, let's just go down there for the whole deal yeah. and everything. So we cruised down there, got us a little Airbnb, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Devil's Backbone Tavern. Shout out to yeah. Devil's Backbone Tavern, yeah. best place in the world. But uh, they were 
having a day. They have day concerts all the time, man, like yeah. at 1 o'clock. On really? Sundays, Saturdays, whatever. But uh, we went there uh, one of the days, and they told us, hey, uh, Rosie Flores is playing here, you know, tomorrow, whatever, at 1 o'clock. We're like, all right, that's cool. So we went back the next day at 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock afternoon concert, Rosie Flores, best concert in the world it was kind of in their little ballroom whatever connected to the the bar area or whatever and you know we walk in there there's like four people in this whole big ballroom that they're redoing and everything and rosie flores i don't know if you're familiar with her but you gotta check her out she's cool man but uh she's up there playing and we started getting into it started drinking beer and once we got into it everybody else was getting into it and we're just having a good ass time then rosie finally in between one of the songs she's like you know I've played here many times, but this might be one of the best that's crowds I've I've seen in a long time. And she just started ripping it then. That's the thing is is I don't I want if I if I could tell uh, the masses something is like whenever you're it doesn't matter if you knew that there was live music or you just happened to show up and there was somebody playing or whatever. It's not a one-sided transaction. Yeah. You if you give it back, it makes everything better because then Absolutely. we get into it and. When, when, you know, we might do a little guitar lick or vocal run that we weren't, you know, we might not have if we were more timid, you yeah. know, or, and that's where the magic at. That's where the sweet Absolutely. spot is, you know, so I, 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 I hear you like loud yeah. like if, if I could tell everybody one thing, it's like, just give it back to your, yeah. your entertainers. And it's not even that. It's like comedians, open mic stuff. Yeah. Like there's a ton yeah. of like the yellow city. Like I've got a buddy who does a bunch of that in Amarillo. Um, and he says the same thing, man. He's like, it may not be a joke that you're like 100% on board with, but if you just give me a little smile, yeah, the next one's better, I yeah. promise. You know, and it just makes everything better. He's the same way, so. That's nuts that you just brought up damn comedy because, honestly, uh, several years ago, I went and damn, I was like, this is just something I want to try. Yeah. So I went and I, so I did up? it. I was like, man, I gotta try it. I mean, just see just what... once or did you? No do shit. Times? No, I did like, I did several deals, but uh, I went hell. I did it in Denver. I did it in Phoenix. I did it. Uh, uh, that it's in Scottsdale, and I was I was in it, man. I was like, this, I love it. But then I did it, and I, you know, all right, you know, it's just I had. It's you hard. know, yeah. Well, it's hard, that, but it's 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 badass. It's exhilarating. Like I am, I I could play guitar in front of anybody. Like if Willie Nelson walked in right now, I'd play my songs. You know, I'm I'm over the. Dude, I'd be it, one of them fainting goats right well, now. I know. Pass <laughs> out. You're done. You know, I I don't get I don't get starstruck too bad now. Like I would definitely like want to like. Okay, if he sat in that chair, nobody can sit in that chair anymore. That's oh, my chair. Dude. If he talked to that mic, I'm hanging that mic on the wall. Absolutely. Like you know what I mean? I'm Absolutely. definitely. But I, if he said, well, what are you playing? I'd, I'd play. Okay, you know. I'd oh, dude, I would clam through. up. But the stand-up stuff, man, I, I, it's so interesting to me. And I listen oh, to a ton it, of comedians. And it's not super different from what we do, like what I yeah. do with music. It's no, not it super ain't. different. The, but what scares me the most about it is... When you're doing stand-up, you're naked up there yeah. with the microphone. Like, at least me, I can hide behind my guitar. And if I'm not, you know, it's like a yep. duo with me and my guitar. Like, if, yep. if I need to turn away, I know I can play something yeah. and it'll cover me for a minute. Or, yeah. or or I can make a song sound a different way yep. or something. But 
I mean, it's just your you, dude. It, that, it, it like, is. It'd be, it'd be no different than me trying to get up and, and it, sing. It's total silence, and they're not going to react until you make them react, man. Yeah, that's it's, the thing. It's, like, it's, but it, it's but nuts. once you get that laugh, it's got to be. Oh, like your it's hooks, it's right? it's a freaking cocaine. Yeah, yeah, so, it really was. So where? So you did what year? What year? Oh God, years? man, this is probably like in. 08, 09, something so like that. So not too, too, I mean, not like, too far yeah. going. That it, I've actually got. There's like three or four clips that I put on YouTube. Really? That you know, and I the very first time I ever did it was in Phoenix at this underground bar, dark. You know, you could tell everybody's just wigged out yeah. and everything. But they let me get up on stage, and I've actually got that one on video. And pretty good one, man. Well, it's my first time. Scared yeah. as shit, you know. Yeah. But hell, it I did it, and I'm like. How many people do you know can get up in front That's or hard, can man. say that they got up and tried to make people laugh? So you know? did you have material kind of ready? Oh, dude, did yeah, I rehearsed it. I rehearsed oh, yeah. it. And, like, a lot of people, you know, a lot of them comedians trying to figure stuff out, they'll take notepads and everything. Dude, I, I had, had everything in my head. Yeah. I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, yeah. you know. And I just and I just did it. And then after that. How uh, did it go? Did you bomb or was it good? Or no, was it, it was good, yeah. man. It, it was really good the first like three quarters of it and then it kind of got a little st- yeah. stagnant and how then long, at the very end go? it was good. Uh, I think the first one was like five minutes. Yeah. But then I went to this comedy uh, comedy spot, I believe, in Denver and I finally got on there. You have to send them, you know, all this and like just keep right. hitting them up and they finally invite you and I went and did that and it was a big ass auditorium, man. And, I mean, that one just rolled over kick ass, really? dude. Yeah, because it's funny, uh, you know, it's in Denver, and I walk up on stage, and I'm wearing, you know, my Vans. I'm wearing, you know, pants, you know, Levi's or whatever, yeah. and I have one of my trophy buckles on. I'm wearing a Levi jacket, but I'm wearing my flat bill hat, yeah. and it's funny because the cat that introduced me, he introduced me. I went out. Did I think they only gave me like two and a half, three minutes, something like that. Yeah. And dude had the place rolling, man. And whenever it was done, I walked off. He comes back out on hoot, whatever you call them people that, you know, host the, the show. Yeah. Or, yeah he comes it. out and he's like, yeah, uh, there's a cross between a, ah, what do you say, a, a ski bum and a damn hillbilly or something <laughs> like that. And, I mean, but it, it was great. I, it just... I don't know. It was a good ass time. I'm that, glad I did it, and I I would love. And then see, that's the other thing too, is, you know, for me, like I play a three hour show, three, four, five. You got a lot of material, matter. man. That's that's and and see, like even now, and it took me a while to kind of curate that set, like yeah. you know, like because there I do have a lot of coverage, but also like I'm slowly working my originals, and you can't just blast people with a, a bunch of original music. That's the other thing too is. You know, with a with a comedy crowd, you hope that wherever you're doing stand up at, that they you know you you kind of it's a given that they came there to see comedy. Yeah. And so there's a lot of make places, me laugh. Yeah, make me laugh. I come here to see comedy. Yeah. There's a lot of places I play that is like people. Oh, y'all had music today? I didn't know. Till I saw the guy with the guitar. You know, so you kind of got to win them over. But it's the same. Kinda. I think that's how it's we stumbled same. on you, at Joe's, that very first time yeah, we ever seen yeah. you. We was just hanging out, and we was like, "Oh shit, they got somebody got playing, some music, man!" Yeah. And you just tore it up. That and that was one of them afternoon deals, that man. Was where like, we yeah, was like, "Woo!" Next thing you know, and everybody shit, gets into it. And two it was buckets a good show, of beer man. later, hell, I know, man. <laughs> and that's what I think too. Is like I, I. So the comedy thing, that's. Super oh, interesting. It's like, an I'm, it's an adrenaline. It's a rush. Yeah, I yeah. want to I want to do it, man. Sometime I you want should, to. You should, man. 
it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a step out. But there when it, sure. whenever I started doing that, and and I still, man, to this day, I still got notepads of just stuff when you think of stuff yeah. and everything. But you know, I I'm, I played like three chords on a guitar, you yeah. know. So I started trying to tell jokes playing my guitar, kind of yeah. like the Carrington and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I was started slowly, but I'm like, man, I ain't got the balls to get up there and try to play the guitar and tell jokes. Yeah. Well, that's a th- but it but it it works whenever we're just hanging out on the patio at my house, you know. Well, and then that's the thing too is it would be different. I think it wouldn't be as good if you were. It's probably hilarious if you're like a you know if you're fumbling for the chord or something or like yeah you know yeah, but not if you're, so clean. If you're a, classically trained guitarist and then you tell a joke i mean that's probably got its place that'd, too but yeah that'd be pretty it'd be, okay. it'd be funny though yeah, if you're like you can't yeah and that's that there. would be me uh, right there you're sitting yeah. there and you're... <laughs> hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah and then the cat fell out of the yeah. tree <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Yeah, man. that's so funny uh, so i gotta get another so they still... yeah go ahead man you still on so, the whiskey or? yeah i'm still on the whiskey man out. That's another. We're gonna break out the, the big boy, boys, the yeah. two four. Yeah, you go. So we. Uh, so when did the skateboards come into play? Oh. Uh, all right. How well, did, okay. All how right. Did that yeah, happen? Hell, we kind of got sidetracked, didn't we? Yeah. It's okay. Though. But We're I hope back I hope you invite me back and, and we can just keep yeah. elaborating on oh, this yeah. stuff. But no, man. Uh, you know, I was roping and everything, and I finally. I never really, I was, I've always rented houses or apartments or whatever, and I never had facilities to keep my horses just, you know, my own place. I was always boarding my horses and everything, and there was just one day that I just got, I was like, you know, I'm sick of this. If if I'm going to keep roping, I'm going to have my own facility. So I'm either going to buy a place or I'm going to quit. So I just like, you know, I ain't got no damn money. I, so I just quit roping, got rid of all my horses, got rid of all my tack and everything. So, and I was like, well, there's other things I want to do. And so, I was like, I'm done with that. So, started traveling, hanging out and everything. And I've always, like I said, a damn 70s kid, you know. You know, just, you just always Follow into, the stream. Always, yeah, just into the whole world of extreme sports and everything. Yeah. And I enjoy watching it. Not that I do it. I just enjoy watching but it. But it's I, cool. I like the it's being in, being in that scene. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. But Surfing, it's the same way with the anything. music scene or with yeah. the, the, like, if that's what if you you're like. in the scene, like, if you follow the scene, there's people that make a good living just being in the scene and, like, doing shit like this or they'll, yeah, you know. Absolutely. You know, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, but that, no, I know it, what you mean being in, yeah, in uh, what's it called? Being uh, submerged in that scene. Yeah. yeah. And, I just, and I've always liked the, I've always dug graffiti, I've always just, just dug art, no matter what it is, any right. kind of art, you know, music, or whatever. We won't ask paint. you if you ever tagged anything. And <laughs> I, I haven't, man, I, I left a sticker on a damn light pole in Vegas one time, that's all I've done. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, I was like, well, shoot, and then I snowboard, we go skiing every year, you know, my chick, she skis, I snowboard. Right. and we're kind of big into that and uh during the summer i was like well shit i can't snowboard so i might as well start trying to skateboard again so i went and bought me a longboard and just kind of cruise around and everything and just the aspect of just sliding you know kind of like snowboarding right and then i, I went to i was ready to buy me another longboard and i was like hell man i think i can make one of these you know so i started researching it ordered me a big bolt Deal a, a Russian Baltic birch wood yep. and 
shit started making boards, man. And then I was like, and I don't know, maybe what got me really into it, you know, is the surfing scene. All the surfboards, all the arts on top of their boards, right? Right. And if you ever see skateboards, the, it's always on the bottom. So I started researching that, and I'm like, I, I figured out how you can get some clear grip to put on top, and I'm like, well, I want to put start putting all my artwork yeah, on top of the board. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you want, you want it seen. Yeah. Like, why hide it? Yeah, so that just got me thinking, doing other things, and a couple of beers later, next thing you know, <laughs> Ordering shit, shit on Amazon, yeah. and you don't even like and wake up the next day, yeah. dang, why did I spend $300? I got a buddy in Canyon that makes saddle. I don't, saddles, I don't know if you know him, is Larry Dugan. Oh, uh, saddle shop. Yeah. Anyway, he's I mean world renowned. I've heard, I've I mean, heard of he's it. He's yeah. made saddles for I mean he, the NFR everything. Yeah. He, he he's world class. But anyway, and you'd never guess it if you ever went to his shop. Right. He's just a cool dude. Like we're just hanging out here. Yeah. That if he's not working, he's going to drink a beer with you and yeah. talk about his chickens. You know. <laughs> but anyway, he's got this you know ten thousand dollar saddle sitting right beside you that he's working on. Right. But uh, I was hanging out with him one day and. And telling him, you, know, you used to rope with him a lot. And he was like, man, if you're going to do it, he's like, check this out. And he numbers all his saddles, right? And he's like, if you're going to make your skateboards, you know, go ahead and number them. Well, and, and then and that keep way track it's a series. Of and, yeah. and, you know, that way, if say you got real famous or whatever, yeah. or even if you... Yeah, and it just, ain't even about that. But whoever collects them, yeah. they know that I've got number yeah. 34 and this Absolutely. is, you know, whatever. And yeah. he's got a big Rolodex of... Every saddle he's ever made, he knows who's got it, what it was, all this, and he showed me that. Wow. And he's up into like the seven or eight hundreds or oh, whatever. Wow, yeah. And he showed me his Rolodex one time. He showed me number one, and he he let me go through it and everything. Wow. But I was like, man, that's brilliant. But I think I'm up to uh, well, the board I brought for you, if if we're gonna, if, yeah. which I'd like to make a board. Oh for yeah, you. yeah, that'd be it's, awesome. It's it's number one nineteen. Oh wow! So, so see, I mean, we're rolling, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, well, I always see you do like the like you had one Fourth of July Canyon, right? You had mm -hmm. a, you had a uh, yeah. We talked about the Ponceta. That was a good day, yeah. dude. I sold more boards that day than I think I've ever sold. That's awesome. Though. Yeah. But so do you? And see, like I, I just today I watched you. I watched your um, time lapse video when you did the uh, Ponceta board. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a cool dude, like the yeah. shark trying to get yeah, the yeah, yeah, the and, beer yeah. Did cool. that board for them and that was awesome. And, yeah, is it hanging on their wall in there? I've it's seen in it. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I see it all the time. Like and so, but the cool thing about you that I've noticed is every once in a while you'll hide a board somewhere, right? Yeah. And well, yeah. Okay. You yeah. kind of do the hide a board. Well, and, and, and honestly, I'm more about that than anything. Jack. That is the coolest thing uh, to give it a, like it's hard it's hard to give yeah. your your art away for free yeah. especially when you try to do it to make a living and and i'm not doing it for a but, living man but some some kid is gonna find yeah. that board and that's gonna be their yeah they're gonna and, cherish and that thing hopefully they understand yeah. what's going on but yeah. even if they don't i don't care but yeah that i'm glad you brought that up because that's what really got me into it i was like you know i'm not gonna do this to try to make a living because i got a job yeah. man you know I, I i work and uh so i'm like well i want to do it because i enjoy it and i want to make people happy so yeah i'll make a board and we got the luxury of traveling a lot yeah and wherever we travel if i know a trip's coming up i'll make a board and purposely take it with us and i might skate it around wherever we're at like in san diego yeah. or like we went to jamaica i left one in jamaica That's i might cool, skate man. it around That's or so i cool. might just leave it clean and just you know, hang it, get the vibe of the place we're at, and then find a spot down. You know, and like I left one in Dallas a while back, 
my sister and I went to the kid. I took my sister to the Kiss concert. Oh yeah, yeah. how was that? Awesome. And, oh god, oh my, yeah, that's another story. story. Yeah, yeah, it is on best concert probably I might have ever gone to. My wife's uh, mom, uh, she passed away uh, several years ago, but she was the biggest Kiss fan, and yeah. she's just a little short chubby lady the, the yeah. cutest nicest lady yeah. in the world yeah and she was the biggest dollar so kiss fan i mean it, the man. best man yeah. they she loved yeah. them and i would till this day we'll hear kiss and we'll think yeah. about it we'll be like man that's it's becky yeah, oh, it, it yeah. was awesome man but um anyway my so sister and i went to it yeah and i took a board out there with me and my sister and i went and ate lunch before the concert and i took the board with me and uh just kind of scoped it it was kind of around the smu campus and everything yeah. you know a bunch of bars and restaurants and i was like found me a spot and luckily so where do you hide them where do you just, just it's wherever, a bushes or in no like, i don't really hide them it's just like it's you just, leave it i just leave it somewhere yeah. with a note you know saying hey here's a piece of art slash skateboard whoever finds it it's Enjoy yours it, yeah. just just hit me up and let me know who found it so do you get messages back i've, I've got i've got messages back all the ones i've ever left I've got replies on all of them at one, except for one, and that one I went to Brady, Texas, which that's another story. I used to live in Brady, Texas yeah. when I was a kid, but we went down there for the World Championship goat cook-off. It's oh, during yeah. Labor Day or whatever. Yeah. It's a good time, man. Yeah. You got to check it out. Go down there and eat some goat. Yeah. But the San Saba River runs uh, south of Brady, I believe. But there used to be a spot when we were kids that we'd hang out on the river and just, you know, drink beer and everything, yeah. what kids did, yeah. you know, back then. But uh, we went out there and just reminiscing and everything. I'm like, yeah, I think this is where I'm leaving it. So I left it there, note and everything. Still haven't got a reply on it, man. Oh, man. But somebody found it because it's a it's a public area, yeah. you know. So Surely they did, yeah. Oh, somebody they... did where I left it. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Man, I, I think that's... That's one of the most intriguing things about it. It's not like you're super aggressive and like a, have a have a really strong capitalist view on it. It's yeah. not like you're just you're just in it for the money. It's it's that you are able to create something with your bare hands because you make the boards. Yeah, absolutely. You do. You yeah. shape them. Yeah, everything. Uh, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. My my long boards, like I said, I ordered the wooden bulk, and I I they you know it it's. Jesus, it's a big old stack of wood, you yeah. know. And uh, I do four layers of Russian Baltic birch on my longboards, and I press them. What thicknesses do you buy? Uh, the Baltic birch, the Russian Baltic birch is what is it? One, one eighth inch, and I do four layers of that. I press them, I cut it, I shape it, I do everything, everything. from scratch on on my longboard. And then how do you do? You steam it to get the no just, ends or bend I, it or no, what? Are you? Just, or you just leave a lot flat? of clamps? No, I oh, I put it, shape in them. Yeah, but I use a lot of clamps and weights and just whatever really? I can get to. To get you know, it to I got yeah. Bend it. yeah. Do you wet them and then? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't wet them at all. Really? Yeah, and and I get that from everybody. They're like, do you wet it? And I'm like, no, I'm gonna, actually well, never and heard ply, that. Plywood would be different too. Like if it's if it's a ply, it's it might delaminate well, if you, and if you wet the it deal about it. the Russian Baltic birch, it's not the same as the Baltic birch you get at Home Depot right, and everything. Right. It's got all that particle board or whatever in it. Yeah, this is genuine. This is the real deal stuff. We here. used to when it, so I had a cabinet shop and we used to order a lot of wood. Oh so well, we, hell, you know. We, yeah, yeah, that's why I was asking what thickness yeah. is and how many layers you do. Like we, dude, the, honestly, right after like I, we can talk politics, or whatever, but like I. 
right after uh, Trump put the tariffs on China, like, yeah. dude, my, my the Chinese the Chinese birch that we used to get, yeah, um, dude, it doubled, man. Like, they, yeah, yeah, they started taxing the shit out of yeah. that, and so I mean, it got because I use the I use, I would use like Baltic birch for all our, like half inch. It comes in big five by five sheets, and yeah, you have to that's exactly what I got. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, to, it's one eight. So like all these all these drawers are yeah. half inch Baltic yeah. birch or whatever. So you have to you know. Yeah. Well, I never around. bought it, so I didn't know if it's expensive or not. Which you, to me, it's expensive. Yeah, shit. I'm like, I didn't have it, nothing to compare <laughs> nothing, it to, yeah. you know. So, but anyway, I do that, and then my old school shape boards, which I brought one for you today. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, it's Canadian maple, right. but I order it raw, pre-pressed, you know, and then right. I cut it and shape it to my form and all right. that. So it's it's already your thickness that you need. Yeah, the yeah. Plies already, and the Canadian right. maple is actually seven layers of one sixteenth veneer. Really? Yeah. So, but that's how I find fast. Like, oh yeah, I talk that kind of stuff oh, with yeah. you all the time. But so, I love it. Just hanging out in my shop, man. Just working with that, and then oh, it's it's fun, man. It's a, but that's the thing. That's what I always. I'm like, man. Here's this guy yeah. who. You can obviously tell he's got a, a Western kind of country background upbringing. Yeah. Uh, I know you rope and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're almost 50 and you build skateboards. Yeah. Like, there's, that's it's not nuts. it in this area. And I just bought me a keyboard. I won't learn how it's, to play the yeah, keys. I mean, but, but that's what, and that's what this is all about. It's like, that's what, you know, like, my life is not necessarily a typical American's life. Like, yeah. you don't have to. Honestly, you don't have to do the Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m. anymore to make a living. Like, you can no, do... There's man. so many other avenues yeah. and stuff to do things. And and so when I see people doing other stuff like, like this that's interesting, like, that's why, I like... And not only that, but you, you support music and you're I in try, the scene we try and you're to, like yeah. you're, i mean like me that's and my why chick it's cool. both we try to just well yeah man like y'all are right? like I, I don't know how many times like i don't even know if see when i played in turkey at the bob wills days i don't even know if i knew i didn't know y'all were coming out if y'all knew that i was gonna be there no we but knew you oh, was okay, gonna be okay. there that's why i wore the shirt oh okay oh yeah, yeah because that's right we that's right, seen right, it yeah, we, which it was a pleasant surprise to us because we were gonna make a just a day trip yeah our, uh, so had y'all ever been to the Bob Wills days? Oh, before? dude, yeah. I've been. I was like I said, <laughs> yeah. I was around around the nineties, yes. dude. We were when it was uh, yeah, when it was dirty. See, it that's was, the thing, it man. It's like people. That's the thing, man. Is like I grew up there. I've been. I've missed one in my since I've been born. Yeah. My parents, my mom eats, breathes, and eats, breathes, and sleeps Bob Wills days. Like she schedules her vacation for the last weekend in april like yeah. she's down yeah. you know yeah. and and so we've always grown up like it might i've my family's from i've got family from silverton kitty quay turkey matador nice. paducah that's where all my yeah. my family's yeah. from so my uh so like i know like i was a, a kid a young yeah. kid whenever like that was that place was wild Dude. and i but we used uh, it to, was and it's not crazy like, wild. And it's not like we ever did anything bad or anything like yeah. when we were a little bitty. But, um, you know, mom and dad, they were like, hey, you got to kind of watch it, you know. <laughs> Stay Stranger away danger, you, you know. <laughs> so, Dude, we've camped out there so many. Like, I, we, I just drive my truck there and, you know, throw a mattress in the oh, bed, yeah. you know, and have a little grill and I park there at the park. And can't, that's where I we were. I can't tell you how weekend. many people, like, that's, those, the little, Cowboy camps oh, there yeah. were the the way to that go. Damn man. mud and, pit, dude. Yeah. And it never fails. It always rains or something. That oh, it always or something. would. Yeah, yeah, man. We'd have like, I don't know. Over the years, man. Like 
my parents would come up with like it'd be we'd borrow somebody's camper or we'd have a yeah. or like they'd buy a pop-up camper or something for the weekend or or uh, you know here like before they just my parents bought a nice camper um just here a couple of years ago and uh but before man we i mean we'd be in this like i remember one year we took a pop-up camper and i think it was ours or i, I can't remember if we borrowed it or, or if dad bought one for a while but um man we took a pop-up camper one year and i'm talking about the canvas on the ends was thin <laughs> and uh, man the biggest turd floating storm came through there and i had this hailstone sitting there yeah. and i'm watching it spread the the threads uh, on the yeah, canvas yeah. about to beat my head in yep. and i mean but it was that's bob that's I that's turkey texas that's it man that's yeah. my brother um and his girlfriend are about to get married and they're actually we're doing it in the bob wills center down there the, yeah, the awesome. old school man because it's man it's a it's a gorgeous building and like i say we've been down there every year of yeah. our lives and so we've got ties down there and we got a bunch of family and stuff and it's a, we, it's a we started time. following uh the hotel you know on instagram yeah. and Wait, I'm hoping like, to get Pat gonna, on we're gonna the. We're gonna start going down there. I'm hoping to get Pat on the podcast. They just built a new bar out there in the at the hotel. Well, I know they started selling they did beer. A, I didn't know. No, they, they built a, like a silo um, nice. bar thing outside. Um, I think I played there in a couple a week or two. Um, but I'm hoping when I'm down there, Pat will sit down with me and talk about it because what he's doing is cool too. I mean, he has the insurance thing. Yeah. But what they did is, I mean, that hotel, Turkey, Texas, has kind of been a. A staple in that area for a long time even though it's a that's, small town right that's yeah. it's it's been a, a junction point you got to go through yeah. there to get a lot yeah. of places and um you know they took what's that hotel like a 1920s hotel or something like that it's, it's awesome. old it's old as dirt and yeah. they they've taken it and pretty much overhauled the whole thing and now it's like this cool kind it, of it is cool not really it's not really like a hipster spot, but like I know there's some people that go there ironically, but yeah. it's a cool time, man. It, whether you're there ironically yeah. or you're there because you know the history or whatever, like it's a it's a cool spot, man. And they they they've got some great musicians. Uh, they got some, hopefully myself included, but they've got yeah, some guys. Yeah. They got some great. It's like songwriters from Georgia and Alabama that I listen to all the time that are coming through and hitting the, the hotel on one of their nights I and stuff. I think it's starting to get a lot of, you know. It's cool, man. They're I, bringing the next generation into it. I, and it wouldn't I be, really think so. With Pat and Tina Carson, they've, they've done a lot for, for Turkey and for that town. And so you know, I, I hope that he'll do my it, podcast. So. It's, it's crazy. It, not that I'm comparing it to some place like Lukenbach, but that's what it's reminding us of. Well, know? but it could be. You know, and I, mean, it, it, could, I think it's headed it's that headed, way. Yeah, it's going to really be, you know, if... Honestly, I think if 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 they could have come in ten years sooner and did what they did, yeah, that's where it would be now. Yeah. but I, it's still it's on the right track and yeah. it's a it's a fantastic place and it's it's a fun getaway because there's not you don't got a lot of great cell reception and you're kind yep. of when you're there you're just there and uh, man, it's a fun place to hang out. Like my kids, whenever I play down there, my kids, I I don't even worry about them. Nobody's gonna run over them. Nobody's gonna snatch them. You know, it's Turkey, yep. Texas. You just let them go be boys and and go run around and play yep. and and uh that's man, crazy just... too because after we come back from you know bob wills days or whatever just an afternoon trip i mean we've actually been trying to keep our eye on you know a little real estate or something in turkey because yeah. i i really think turkey's fixing to be it it's man. The place, man i really it's... do i got an uncle that just moved back to um he just moved from Plainview into Roaring Springs to retire. He retired at Roaring Springs. Really? My granddad lives in Roaring Springs too, and I love Roaring Springs. Like it's a there are not very many people there, but if you ever get onto the Springs Ranch right there, uh-huh. uh, 
Dude, that's a fun. They've got the, they've got a, it's a, it's a spring fed, a natural spring fed swimming pool. And it is the coldest water you will ever get in in your life. Oh, shit. I'm talking about it takes your breath away for minutes, man. <laughs> and we used to swim in that thing all the time when we were kids, man. Yeah. I'm recently, because they have this little creek down there um, that runs through the, the Springs Ranch. And uh, there's a bridge. And we used to go catch uh, minnows there. Like, that was our, you know, little kids, your parents yeah. strip you down to your underwear. You throw you out there in a little creek. Yeah. And, you boy, you sit out there and we'd catch, we'd build, we'd build the sand up and build little um dogs that the yeah that the yeah, minnows yeah, yeah. get trapped in and we'd be out there they would get so sunburned man i used to remember this i remember the springs ranch that was the funnest place <laughs> that awesome. that's a cool spot like if you want a weekend trip yeah i don't know what it costs or membership or anything yeah. like that but that's a cool spot if you want to check that out sometimes oh, we absolutely ranch. will but but uh okay so you so you do the you decide hey i want to do something different i want to i think i can do this and so you start doing the boards and then yeah. when so when did you start in like when did you start doing the boards oh probably i don't know what about three years three four years ago maybe but i'm maybe three years ago but i'm talking about you have several boards in like places where there's a lot of yeah yeah dude i've been on it i I I know it's my passion uh whenever i'm at the hat or whenever i'm not working I'm I'm working on my boards, and that's know? the thing too. Is it's weird because it's it's not music related. It's not, but, um, well, but it no. It's but that's the thing is it fits so well yeah. in because I'm listening like to the music. Live scene. I have my I have I my Pandora going, man, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah and I, and I just man, when I'm in my man cave, my shop or whatever, and I'm just working on boards, I'll. I'll throw on some like Jimi Hendrix or just some, you know, some some old stuff. But then also like today, honestly, I was actually working on it, finishing up a board. Well, no, I sent in the board I brought for you in yeah. case you want to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. with it. Uh, I had some Beastie Boys on, you know. Yeah. You, it's just you getting that vibe, and You're it a- just takes me back, and it's like, but. But Chad, I've got my roping dummy sitting that's right the there thing. in my that's damn driveway, what I was say. and I'll drink a beer and I'll go out there throw a couple of loops, well, and then I'll I was, go in there and start sanding on a board. I was laughing. Uh, so, and that's the thing. So people, people that they people don't ain't know figured you, me out and happy, that's a, man. That's the thing. That's what I was Dude, about to say. People I, that don't know you that are from, yeah. that are not, but we that know that you're not uh, uh, that you're an implant, a cowboy. You know, one hundred percent. Well, you're an which, implant from yeah. just another area. Yeah. And so when they when they come to happy and they see because like I saw. Um, I was laughing so hard whenever I saw you riding that bike that you the oh the swim, dude that the oh okay and I'll, so I'll tell be, you that story here in a second the, you put the bike the, uh, the yes, skateboard yeah, yeah, rack yeah, on yeah, it yeah. and you're riding the yeah. streets of Happy yeah. Texas and I'm like these people uh, don't have well, a clue and, they think you're on drugs and, or something they don't have a clue and what's your a, a lot of people in Happy know me from my roping days you right. know and but then they're the same way they're like. What the hell is Mike doing, man? But they they've they've grown to they understand know me now, but. Uh, like so I'll tell ride, me about the bike. Well, hold on. I okay, ride my skateboard to the post office all the time, man, and it, it is hilarious. Rips people out. Uh, well, well, because and that's the thing too is you're not 
you 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 don't look as old as you are. Like that's and not. And I appreciate you, that. You look yeah. very young, yeah, so absolutely. they 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 probably have to do a double yeah, take and they, like absolutely. Put this they kid do. running the yeah. and then they're like and every one of them is a truck, you know, big diesel truck driving by, and I know half the cats that are yeah. looking at me <laughs> I'm like, hey Trent, Trey, hey, yeah, hey, whatever. and they take a double look. Oh, that's Mike. That's know? the thing is they but, so they they look and they're like, who's this yeah. kid running? And they're like, shit, he's older than me. What the hell's he doing? That's not a kid, dude. There, there's been times. But age, dude, the, you're the exception to the rule. Like, age is definitely just You're a only like, as old as you want to be, Chad. You like, really are, man. You are a very youthful person. Yeah, and, yeah, like, it's yeah. easy to Thank you get that. caught up in that when you're around, yeah. when I'm around you. Like, yeah. you, you're very, like. And that's what I try I to project totally, to people, man. You yeah, know? That, I love it. Because I mean, you don't. You quit don't, thinking your knees are hurting and your back's hurting. Dude. It only hurts just if you think up. it hurts. Yeah. Just go. Just yeah. go. Just yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You're only going to break down if you let yourself break down. Keep keep going. You know, mm-hmm. keep going. That's hilarious, man. So tell me. Okay, so you got to tell me about the bike. Oh, anyway. Oh, geez. Well, let me, let me give some this backstory. This is a so, badass story about the bike. Let me give some backstory okay. on my end. So I... <laughs> We we meet and and yeah. you'd been to a couple of my shows and stuff yeah. and and we're we're buddies and drank a few beers together and stuff and then so I'm following you on on yeah. uh, because I'm interested I like yeah. the skateboarding yeah. cowboy type yeah. vibe that you put out and I think it's cool so I I follow you on Instagram and then I see and so like the the video view I have like. <laughs> The, it's like pointing out of your garage door, yeah. and I see you get on this old swim bike, uh, and you got uh. this banana seat and whatever, and you just and you throw your skateboard in the little skateboard rack, and you just go riding around, is, yeah. riding around, drinking a beer, riding around the street to Happy Texas. And I'm like, dude, this guy is gonna throw yeah, people in conservative little Happy Texas for a loop, like, and it's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's no, just that it's, it's not. Just, it's so cool. Man. It's not the norm for here because that's the thing is people. Yeah. I I hate it because people get stuck. They get stuck. They get stuck, dude. They get stuck yeah. in their Monday through Friday, yeah. eight to five. Yeah. They go home. They they eat dinner. They watch Netflix. Go to bed. Yeah. You know. And I'm like, there's so much more to do. Like you know, dude, there's, there's so many things out there to do and enjoy. There is no Monday through Sunday in our household no at it's all, like it's man. something different it yeah. seems like something yeah. it's a perpetual like fun machine with yeah. you you're not saying that everything's always good but it's yeah but it's it's try to make it, it seems good. like yeah. yeah okay so tell me about the bike I'll all right you go the story on the damn bike it's a 76 bicentennial swin stingray original original so where'd okay. you get it well <laughs> I, I was in Vegas one day. I, I get I go to Vegas all the a lot time. Of sto- a lot of your man. stories seem like. And I like- actually have a board hanging out in a, a restaurant in Vegas called Evil Pie. Man, really? they they got one of my boards. My brother is about. Side note, my brother's about to go. Um, we're going in the studio August fifth to finish our album, and then he's leaving the sixth to um, go on the road with Scott Ellison. He's a blues guy. Yeah. And they're going out to like they're playing in Arizona and then Vegas and then. Like all these other places down the east coast and or west nice. coast, I guess they're going all the way out to California Ch- and back and stuff. Tell so. him to stop by Evil Pie on uh, downtown. It's where all the new bars and restaurants yeah. opened up, you know. And uh, yeah, going Evil Pie, it's a pizza joint, but they got one of my boards behind oh, cool, the bar. Man. Yeah. But to... anyway, uh, I was in Vegas, and it's funny we're talking about Evil Pie because that's actually where I bought the bicycle. This this dude, I guess there's two owners of the joint. And one of the owners, it's it's not Robbie Knievel, it's the other son of Evil Knievel, but he's he's part owner. He's one of, of the owners. Yeah, he's of, one of the owners of this place called okay. Evil Pie, and it's all Evil Knievel related right. stuff in there. But anyway, I've been in there several times. He has you know just memorabilia everywhere. Tell me, Evil Knievel owned this bike. 
Uh, no, but okay. his son did. I was about to say, well, that's his son cool. did. Anyway. Oh, that is. I've never cool. even thought about that shit. It but could, anyway, I mean, yeah. he's got all this memorabilia and everything, and I've been in there many times. And uh, one day I was out there. I went in there because it's a good place just to drink beer and people watching everything, yeah. eat pizza. Uh, he was having a damn garage sale in the back, in the alley or whatever. And we got there before it was open or whatever, and... He's like, yeah, come on, hell, come on back here and check out what we got. But he had that bicycle, an original, the 76 Stingray, and, you know, all bicentennialed out, you know, right. looks like Evil Knievel stuff, Stars and Stripes and everything. And he had another bicycle the same year and everything, but it was something different. But anyway, he's got all this other stuff, helmets, damn posters and all this shit. Yeah. I ended up buying a bunch of stuff, and I was like, well, what about the bicycles? He's like, yeah, they're for sale. And I was like, well, shit, what do you want for them, you know? And uh can't remember what we agreed yeah. on, but I, I ended up with both bicycles. And he had them out in front of the restaurant forever on display because I remember walking by them and checking right. them out. But anyway, long story short, I bought them. And I was like, well, shit. Luckily, we had a friend that lived out there. She actually still lives out there. They're moving this month. Because you're probably, what, are you like in a car or something? No, like, I was like, fly. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I can't fly yeah. back. So I'm like, well, shit, you know, spur of the moment. I was like, well, I'll buy them. And yeah. now I'm like, well, fuck, what how I am I? Them? Yeah. <laughs> so I call our friend, which she always hangs out with us yeah. when we go out there. And I was like, hey, her name's Tiffany. Hey, what's up, Tiffany? Yeah. Shout out. Shout <laughs> and I was out like, Tiffany. hey, can you come pick these damn bicycles up for me? <laughs> and she, so long story short, she come and picked them up. Took them back to where they live, and luckily her husband's kick-ass dude. And he's like, "Yeah, just leave them here, and you know, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll figure something out." Yeah. And the next day, uh, we take them to their place. And the next day, I wake up, obviously hungover and everything. <laughs> yeah. We're in Vegas, yeah. so I go Slowly. out there to where they live, and we start tearing them apart and everything, trying to package them up, He's, trying to yeah. like, how in the hell am I going to get them? All. Yeah, yeah. So. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Just go home, yeah. and I'll ship them to you or something. Right. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So about a week or two later, uh, he, they call me. They's like, yeah, they're shipped up or they're packaged up. I'm like, well, hell, how about I just come out there and damn, throw, you know, give me a reason to come out there. Yeah. So I loaded up my buddy. I don't know if you've recognized him. He's got real long hair and everything at some of your shows. He, tattooed I've up. seen him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was there. I called him. I called him. I was like, hey. I was like, you want to cruise out to Vegas with me just for the day and pick up those bicycles and come back? And he's down for it. Yeah. Anyway. You could talk him into damn <laughs> jumping off a bridge if you want to. But it, so we made a day trip to Vegas. Yeah. Tiffany picked us up. Uh, she had the bicycles. And they were, we took them to a shipping place and packaged them up and whatever and had them shipped back to us. And then right. she just, she's like, all right, now what? And I was like, well, just take us somewhere and drop us off. And she went and dropped us off. And me and my buddy Will, I'm going yeah. to yell at him. Uh, we just hung out in Vegas all damn day and then caught a flight back and come back that night. And Golly. dude, we were junkering balls when we landed, <laughs> man. God, we were junk. But, the bicycles ended up making yeah. it back here, to and, and God, so the story's dragging out. Well, so you piece them back together, well, right? Well, the bicentennial one, I got it out, put it back together, but I wanted, just in case somebody ever offered me something for the it being original, wanted, I wanted to yeah. save all that stuff. So I stripped it down, and I had a, a vision on what I wanted, yeah. which was kind of like a lowrider bike yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever, but the old school swing. So... 
everything that I replaced on the bike, like the handlebars and the seat. So you I kept still the got original, the original stuff, shit. But you just modified the aftermarket. The, the bike stuff, that you yeah. seen in my video, the only thing that's original is the frame, probably everything else I replaced. Right. But I have all them old parts. But I, you know, but I got the big you, low rider handlebars. Yeah, but and the then you built the, seat. you built the, and I, the yeah, I welded the deal for the skateboard yeah. rack on the handlebars <laughs> and the damn beer holder and yeah. just whatever. But I mean, and just the, but and just, it ain't got no damn brakes on it either. I put, <laughs> so I replaced stop? the. How do you you stop? just go <laughs> slow, man, and hope you're going uphill. Yeah. But I, I bought a bicycle, an old cheap bicycle that's got that free spin or whatever yeah. you know that yeah. you got. You got to have handbrakes. And I put that on there, and I was like, dude, I don't need no damn brakes, man. I'll just ride low and slow, man. Low and slow. I'm wearing happy, man. That seems like your life's and, motto, though. Dude, That's what it seems. It's like, it's just awesome. Don't go too fast yeah. where you got to have brakes to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And if you do, you just you, crash you and get back up. You just nailed it, man. I you think yeah. like that's... that's the kind of person you strike me as. And it's hilarious because... Oh, it's awesome. It's so... Like it's refreshing, man. Because it's little like, things like that. The the thing about it is, is like so. Once I start, like, dude, I was, I was a paramedic for six years. Yeah. I was the emergency management coordinator for Swisher County for three years. Uh, wow. Like I've had some heavy jobs, yeah. man. And it's where it's yeah. like it's. I mean, everything's so strict and yeah. by the book. And I'm yeah. not like a. I'm not a pothead. I'm not. You know, yeah. I don't drink too much. I don't. You know, I don't really have any vices or anything. Absolutely. But I, I just feel like. We're only here dude, on this earth here. for a little while. We're not here that long, Nothing's dude. guaranteed. And so why like, why stress about them? To my wife's credit, she's very good about keeping me on track about like, hey, this is due. You got to get, you know, right. we got to do this yeah. or we got to do this. You know, so without her, I would be, you yeah. know, I'd be way too yeah. far off oh, of that. Everybody needs but, one of those, yeah. But so Absolutely. she kind of keeps me, but I, I, that's why like, I think I gravitate towards yeah. you is because we, we share the same, like, man, just like. It'll you got to right. smile. Right. You got to smile and laugh as much as you possibly can, you have to, man. man. You have to. And that's why, like, man, like I say, I was a man. I was a paramedic for six oh, years. I can and only I, imagine. I loved that job, man. I thought I was gonna do it for forever. I loved that job. Um, but you love playing guitar more. Well, I've always played guitar. So my dad and I kind of told a little bit about this on the first episode, but um, my dad played when he was younger, and he, when I was about ten, they bought me a guitar, and I was trying to learn, and um, and then went to college for it, and I've always played. Um, just kind of on and off, um, kind of seriously through high, through the end of high school and college. But then after me and my wife, we moved back to Tully, we got married, bought a house, had a kid, all that good stuff. Um, I kind of put it on the back burner. I've always done woodworking or something like that. We did the cat, I had the cabinet shop for a long time. Um, but yeah, the, the music's kind of always been. And so one day I was, a I. The goal was that me and my best friend were gonna get the one that I talked to that we worked at, we worked at Chili's together. Yeah. We were gonna be we were gonna go be firefighters together. You know that's, that was our game plan, and um, we uh, so whenever it didn't work out to where like he had to go to the fire academy first and then I had to take my MT first. But then whenever I got my um, MT license and I and I started working, I was like, dude, this is my thing. Like I yeah. screw burning buildings. Like I just want them after that. Like let me let me take care of everybody after that. But I don't want that part. Yeah. So. We, because my dad's been a firefighter for twenty something, twenty five years or something really? like that. Yeah, he, he retired as a captain on the toy wow. fire department just um, last year. Nice. Um, and so I was always around. And he's it. the one doing the knives, right? Yeah, now, he's right? making knives. Nice. Yeah. So if anybody needs any custom yeah. 
cleavers or knives or oh, whatever. I'm so he's, about dude, to check that. Out. Yeah, no, he's and it's he's so he just retired. He worked at TechStock for twenty five years or something like that, and yeah. then or twenty three years something like that. And um, he just retired there, and then uh, him and my mom bought a new house, um, just kind of, really not even a block away, like just right behind my house. And um, they, uh, he's got a nice shop out there, and so he's slowly, nice. surely been building his knife shop up. Like he's got a forge, he's got uh, a big sander, and he's got like all the tools and everything that he needs. And so like now it's 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 about to be balls to the wall. He's made a bunch of knives already. Um, he's just waiting, kind of where. We're about to flip the switch on his night shop, and it's going to be all. And he, dude, he's so good at that stuff, man. And he's like, he's a perfectionist, so nothing yeah. leaves unless it will. I mean, it'll shave you like crazy. Right. Like every night that he does is just. I mean, it's a razor. And that that that's probably my problem on my boards is I'm kind of not such a perfectionist, but it's kind of. But it's like, art. It is art, and like when I shape my boards. You know, I'll see where I, when I'm cutting them, I kind of, it's not all perfectly right. shaped and everything, but uh, then I'll start talking to my my chick. I call yep. her my chick. But she's like, she's like, man, that's actually kind of your signature because all your boards aren't perfectly shaped. And well, everything. that's the thing is it's like if somebody wants a perfect board, they can go to go buy one you can go, go buy one at a shop yeah but go these are handmade and there's every it, there's not one that's the thing the same you know? that's the thing too is like our you know whenever i have my cabinet shop um you know we cut like there's a lot of guys there's even another guy here in town who has a big computerized cnc machine and you yeah. cut it out and it's all perfect and you don't worry about it and yeah. but dude we built i don't know how many houses and we cut them all out on the table saw yeah. every piece and perfect. it was you know, and it was done by hand. Yeah. And just like, because my granddad was a carpenter um, for a lot of years. Like, there's a bunch of houses in Turkey and Matador and Paducah that he built no by hand. Shit. Like, from the frame up, man. Like, from the frame to the nice. cabinets to the floor. Like, he did it all, you know. And um, he, uh, and I always admired that. And then my dad. My dad's always been, my dad's the kind of guy, my dad's the kind of guy that you call, if you said, hey, Tommy, I don't know how to. Uh, I got something going on. I don't know how to fix it. And he'd be over there and he'll fix it. That's and nice. it's, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It can yeah. be something electrical, plumbing, yeah. a vehicle, something with wood, uh, a knife, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's the kind of guy that just, he just, just a good intrinsically dude. knows how to fix things. Like yeah. he's the fixer, you know? And, uh, but I've, I've always grown up around guys like that. And so, like, I just, I, whenever we did the wood shop, like, you know, you get those. Those people, and, and we would do, you know, in the Greenways in Amarillo, we were doing that new edition. Really? In between Sansa and Coulter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the CNC machines, they make it to where you can compete, but they're a bit, they're $90,000. I mean, they're a big investment. Really? And so we were on the you verge gotta of. You do a lot of work. To yeah. Get your back oh, if they're, if they're ever stopped running, you're losing yeah. money on them. So, <laughs> but that's the thing is, so like there was cabinet shops that were knocking cabinets out with that cnc machine and it was you know they were perfect and we were sitting there doing it by hand and we're competing with those guys and we're doing a wow. good job and then you get those one the one builder the one customer that's like well this is not even and i'm like well, it's little... perfect but it's built by hand so it's you know it's better it's perfectly imperfect you know it's not like it's it's not like it's you know I, oh i totally get what you and i hope so, people see that in my boards also you know well like, and they're not paying 
$600,000 for, right. your, for yeah. your board. They're no, not buying a house yeah. and they got to live in it for 30 yeah, years. No but shit. no, that, but that's the thing though, is the, like your boards, it's not like they're, they're quality boards. Like people can oh, ride them. straight up. Straight they're, up, yeah. they're art, they're art pieces, but they're also yeah. like, you can ride the shit out of yeah. them, right? Like I'm not a skateboarder, but I would assume they're, that they're, that's. Yeah. You, you're not going to tear them up. No. Well, you can tear them up. The, the cats that really shred and all that, that. You know, you can do that on my boards, but that ain't probably no. why you're gonna buy my board. You know, you're... well, yeah, it's not like you're gonna win the X Games with it, yeah. probably. But you're, but they're made to ride. Mine, mine's all about the art, honestly. Right. But they're made. But to they're ride. made Absolutely. to ride. Like it's Absolutely. not like it's the, like made to ride. But do you can totally yeah. get on them and ride? Like yep. I'm not a skateboarder, and I wish, and I wish that I was. Like I wish that I like I would love just for the simple fact that I've I know a lot of people that live in happy and i know without even have been there when you when you did it <laughs> but i know what went through their mind when they see oh it's not like, what's that kid doing oh that's not yeah. a kid and he's yeah. riding this board down happy like i would love to just do that down my block yeah. right here but and, the, and you just, should you know should. i know i want to i'm just i'm i'm gonna fall and break my hands and not be able to play yeah, guitar or whatever we'll, we'll if i don't go too fast yeah. so. <laughs> i mean hell, we can get you a long board. yeah long, board. long just cruise yeah you know? yeah but, but no that's uh I, th I think it's fantastic oh it, it's great and it's it's opening a lot of people's eyes it really is it really well, because is. it's not like really when was the last like resurgence of skateboards like whenever sean white was winning all the x games yeah like in yeah 98 or just, 2000 or something yeah and it's just that era you know it's just those i don't know it's hard to say because it just kind of got stagnant you know which it's sean rights i mean he he's it you yeah. know but, but they also i will say this though you're seeing i know there's a lot of like i travel a lot and uh you know during during the day or the day after a gig or the day before back, ain't it? the day before the day after like if i'm in a town that i'm not ever in like i'll go drive around and check out their town yeah. you know because you know, like I love my hometown, but yeah. there's more, obviously, more out there than this. You know, and so, but there's a lot of little towns with skate parks, like new skate, skate park, parks. Yes, yes. And and the old school style skate parks with the the pools and the rolling stuff. You yeah. know, like like around Sean White and all that that whole area. You know, it was kind of street park or whatever, right. like a, a lot of sharp edges and rails. Yeah, and. You know, cats like us, you know, that grew up, we were always in the rolling stuff and the pools and stuff right. like that. And that's what I'm, I'm starting to see coming back is the everybody wants to skate pools or whatever, they're, you they're know, or just it, go cruise. Yeah. I, I follow these people out of Venice Beach, California, which everything gravitates from California right. our way. Right. And they're just, it's this 70s vibe, 80s vibe of skateboards, of just cruising down the street, you know, yeah. not not worrying about doing, it's not doing you know, kicks or whatever. It's just, it's just, just you want to just, just go cruise. Yeah. And, it seems like, you know, around, you know, the mid-90s or whatever, up until, you know, here recently, everybody is fixated on, oh, you skateboard, you must, you know, know, know how to do tricks. And I'm like, no, I, I just want to cruise to the post like, office, I'm, man. I'm going to tell you, yeah, the the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater video game that came out, yeah. like, I don't know how many hours <laughs> we put into that game, but boy, we could, we yeah, could do it all. level, we could um, fill the trick meter, like, in the first five seconds, we figured it out how to yeah. jump the gaps and fill the, yeah. you know, do whatever, 
you know, hold a ollie or whatever till yeah. you or whatever you do, like yeah. hold it until you get to the most points. Like, dude, we figured that game out, and I was always intrigued by it. I'm like, and man, see, that would be that culture is a. And then now that I'm now that I'm an adult and I'm in the in the music scene, and and kind of slowly but surely kind of trying to carve my space out in the music music yeah. scene and get my foot in the door and be, yeah. you know, more interactive with my peers in the scene. Like, it's it's kind of the same culture. Like, it's... It is. Everybody's out there to do, you know, it's a brotherhood, but we got... We're going to show our tricks off, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. Like, we, like uh, we played at Cook's Garage in Lubbock. Shout out to Cook's Garage. Like, there, those dudes are... <laughs> that's a cool spot. I don't know. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Oh, in oh, L.A.? It, no. Yeah, yeah, in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and out, out in L.A. <laughs> but... Uh, no, nah, I've never been there. No, it's super... You would dig it, man. It's really? like all... Dude, I don't know. They've got a... Not even a small fortune, a large fortune in neon signs and just nice. old like nice. gas and old memorabilia and stuff. But uh, man, it's the coolest spot they've got. To, like dude, last week was a busy week, man. We played the Blue Light Wednesday. We played uh, Cooks Friday. We went to Farwell, Texas, and played their um, Border Town Days celebration Saturday morning, and then went to the Spoon in Lubbock and played Saturday night. And then, uh, but at Cooks we. Uh, we played there Friday night, and then we went to the Blue Light afterwards because my buddies, uh, all my, I'm friends with all the people that work there. They're yeah, all super yeah. cool people. Like the Blue Light is the mecca for what I do around here. Yeah. You know, like it's like it's it's, I mean, Wade Bowen, everybody plays there. Like yeah, William yeah, Clark Green, absolutely. That was he cut his yeah. teeth there. That's how you know, like Flatland Calvary, they cut Josh Abbott. They all cut their teeth there, and. So whenever I get a chance to play there, I'm always like all about it. And so I like those guys there, like they don't know, they don't understand what they mean to me, but yeah. I do, you know. So oh, yeah. whenever we got a chance, whenever I'm in Lubbock and I'm free, we try to go there. So me and the me and the band, we jump in the van and we go over to the Blue Light after the show, after our show, and we go there and Bart Crow was playing. And those guys, like my buddy Ben, uh, he plays steel guitar and lead for Bart. And um, man, they. They had that place packed wall to wall, and they put on the best show. I mean, we caught like the last three or four songs. So you got a steel gu- was, guitar player, right? No, I'm not a steel lead, uh, lead guitar player. But still is a dying I know. breed, man. Well, me and me and, and Foxy, it's hot. Me and Foxy talked about that. So my lead guitar player's name is Andrew Fox, and he's a freak of nature on yeah. the guitar. He's ridiculous. Nice. Today. And um, so we talked about that the other day. I was like, man, like. He was like, man, I should, I should really learn to play still. And I was like, you could easily oh. do it, and it would be sound fantastic. And he's like, I need to do it. And I was like, yeah, you should do it because yeah, we yeah. need to. Like that would be crazy. Dude, it's, it would it's be awesome. Dying, to show. It's a dying art, man. It's, but uh, we start, we're starting to see a, but some younger cats playing still. Yeah. So no, that's the thing. Well, anyway, Ben, he's a fantastic musician, and he's my buddy. So I was like, I, uh, whenever we found out they were playing, so we hauled ass over there and we go play. Or we go, uh, we go hang out for a minute, and um, man, those guys—they just put on a, a fantastic show. And but that's the thing is, like, a few of them like kind of knew who I was because we follow each other on yeah. you know yeah, social yeah. media and stuff. And that was really cool for me because Bart Crow's been around for years, man. Like, give me back my ring. That's his like oh, yeah. that's his staple, oh, and yeah. everybody and their dog knows that song. Everybody. And so for him to. I bumped into him. I was, and I always make it a point. Like I know how much merch 
changes our night. Like yeah. if we sell a bunch of shirts and caps and koozies and stuff, yeah. I know that changes our night because it gives you know, gas money, food money, covers yeah. the hotel, whatever. Absolutely. So I always make it a point. I was like, 20 bucks, I'll go buy a shirt, whatever. Yep. Like every, so I go buy a Barco shirt. And at like they finished their last song, and I'm not even paying attention. Like I'm over here talking to sound guy because we follow each other on Instagram, and so we're talking. And um, he, uh, we, uh, I, I go to back up, and I, I bump into a guy, turn around, and it's Bart. He just stepped off stage, and he's like coming around the corner, and he's like, "Hey, man!" And I was like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Hey, I, I know you." And I was like, "I know you too." And I was like, "You're Bart Cohen." He's like, "Yeah." He said, "But I think we follow." I was like, "Yeah, man. I'll just get a shirt." He's like, "Oh, thanks, man." So, so it's cool that. Yeah. Like things are slowly but surely, and then yeah. once the album comes out, hopefully it'll be. I mean, hopefully it'll do well enough to where people remember the song. You know what I mean? Like that. That's oh, that's absolutely. all. I mean, I've got a guy. I played in. Uh, I play in Big Spring a lot, and there's a, a guy there that I that uh, I was talking to, and uh, he kind of put it into perspective for me because he's like, so like I play. I played at this uh, this place called the Train Car. Um, the first night, and I always yeah, do. I always try. Yeah, you ever been there? The no, train car. I haven't. But... Dude, whiskey and cigars. It's their thing. It is the oh, baddest man. place, dude. It, it's cool. They took two old uh, box cars, train box cars, and they're in the middle of downtown in a little cul-de-sac, and one's a big humidor, and then one's their bar. Oh, damn! And then they got a big stage outside, an outdoor right. venue and stuff. And so, I love playing there. Any chance I get, and so I'll go down there and play. And it was really busy early on then it kind of did it kind of died and then there was a few people in the in the crowd and then this and then this one guy was there and it, and uh so i finished <laughs> up the thing and he's like hey i'm i'm around are you playing tomorrow and i said yeah i'm playing over at the hotel which is the the settles hotel have you ever been there uh, it's like the only, the only time i've been to big springs was uh, for a junior rodeo <laughs> well it's a cool spot man like i played there a lot yeah, yeah. and uh we talked we talk, talked about moving there for a while because there there's five live music venues really Pittsburgh. yeah it's oh, crazy shit. oh now six i guess all right now there's a new one but, right. um but anyway so the settles hotel is this historic 1920s hotel that's like 15 stories tall and they completely revitalized nice. it and every room is like it's like it's brand new in the 20s like it's all decked Dang, out awesome. but it's yeah. like 2019 well, yeah, amenities yeah, yeah. all you know? the amenities yeah and it's i mean it's a gorgeous hotel and um like you walk in and their little front um entryway has this big um staircase that kind of comes down and it's uh it's like that uh that scene on the uh like the ballroom scene on the titanic, titanic. you can see, you can see leo, and, leo yep, dicaprio yep. walking down the yep. stairs you know whatever it is and um so it's very like swanky nice. place yeah. and so I go in there, I'll play their bar every once in a while. So I'll play in there, and uh, it was busy from, like, I played, like, 9, or 8 to 11. And it was busy from 8 to 9, and then everybody left at the same time. <laughs> was, really? I was the only one in there. So I was like, well, <laughs> screw this, I'm going to order a burger. So I take a break, and I go sit at the bar and order a burger, and I'm sitting there, and my buddy from the night before comes in, and uh, and he's like, well, if you're done, I'm, I'm going to bounce. And I'm like, no, I've got an hour left, I can play. You know, i got a bunch of original tunes I'll play you. And so he's like, okay, so... I get up there and I start playing and um, it slowly but surely starts getting gradually more busier. You know? Oh, really? So, and so all these, uh, there's a couple, a uh, younger couple on the end of the bar sitting there and they're, and ev after every song, the girl's like, oh, where can I buy, who sings that song? Where can I buy it? I'm like, well, I wrote that song. It's, you know, we're finishing up the album. Yeah, it's not out I, yet. But and so she, it, it was like, like I said earlier, it's like one of those times where is, people yeah. give it back and it makes me yeah. give more, you know? Absolutely. And so... And so after we got done, I started talking to this guy, this 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 dude, and he's a he's a nice guy, 
And uh, <laughs> he he kind of told me, he was like, man, you got to get these songs out. He's like, you got to understand that there's not people that just ride around, that walk around and have written songs like this. And you got to get them out because they're going to mean something to somebody. And so whenever he said that, like, I hadn't thought about it like that. It's like, for me, this is what I do. So it's always relevant. Yeah. But for for somebody, you know, who rides a tractor all day or who works in a cubicle or whatever or, or works in a restaurant. Skateboards. Or makes skateboards or whatever. Like <laughs> we want to hear that. Yeah, shit. they want to hear it. So, And it's the same thing with you. It's like, what you're doing, you have to put it out because yeah. it's going to mean something to somebody. Oh, right? Absolutely. That's the thing is, right? Like So, like, like your art is is it's your idea because like like the one at Pontesada that i watched like oh, the yeah. shark jumping out to Love it's it. the beer Love there's it. a beer atop Love right yeah. yeah so it's like it's like jaws jumping it out is. trying to eat yeah. the beer right it and is. so like that's out of your yeah. mind nobody thinks oh, about that straight up like, i had no idea what to the do Burt, uh was it burt reynolds or what's the other one you i did? got a burt reynolds yeah one like that did. one was crazy and, like it's good and it's uh, the very the uh uh Color chromatic. Yeah, uh, it's kind of. Uh, forget ah, what the word is, but yeah. Ah, Warhol. It's yeah, kinda yeah, a Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're cool, man, and they're like. And that I did even that though, one right after he passed away. You know, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, we need to represent yeah, Bert. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. But they're, I mean, but they're. It's not just the skateboards you can get on and ride. It's there's artistic. Yeah. yeah. It's it's art too, yeah. and it's not just so. and all the skateboards, even all the ones that you know they're they they make the big companies. Yeah, all of that to me has always been art. You know that there's a reason all these cats have you know the you know people that are into it that just have their walls lined with skateboards because the it means something yeah, to them. It's it's, because the art it's the same thing. So like you walk into some skateboarder's house and he's got yeah. all these different skateboards on his walls. It's the same thing with having. Music in just your like library. Your guitars on it's, your wall. Well, right? it's like having that, or like having music in your yeah. library. But like it, each one means something yeah. to you. For... And then, but all of them are screen printed. Mm -hmm. If you get one of mine, it's by hand. Like Jack, I watch your videos. Yeah, there. you just you set the weights and you hold the paper. Yeah, and you, it's all yeah. right here, brother. You know. But that's the thing is is it's it it translates, and yeah. I I want you to know that. Like it, I'm not a skateboarder. I'm not in that scene, but it translates because. Whenever I mean, whenever like so, I was I was following it whenever y'all did the 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 thing in Canyon on July Fourth or whatever, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, man, I hope he sells out. Like Dude, it was it was, it was that a, was a kick ass day. Man. So whenever you do that, do you build uh, like a bunch of stock and take on? Well, actually, uh, Pondicetta let me do a, a booth with them on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, and, maybe that's and what I was, made yeah. six boards just for Cinco de Mayo. You know that color scheme yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that and i did that for them and then for the fourth of july i tried to do like a, a nautical theme you know and all that but oh, yet yeah. i still had boards left over right, from right. so i kind of blended them all together but yeah i, I kind of do some stuff like that too but i, I think it's great it's, though like it it's just the coolest like and that's it's, what's it's so much fun chad it's so much fun that's the thing and see that's what this is about like i mean i know this is only the second episode no, but, you're on to something here, dude. But it's fun, man, because it's like there's so many people that have this joy for yeah, life yeah, outlook yeah. and that no matter what they do, they want to – it's a positive thing. And yeah. so just like Pat Carson and them, yeah. like I've got uh, – I got a buddy who um, 
I don't know if he'll listen or whatever, but I'm going to give him a shout out. His name's Ralph <laughs> Roberts. And he's, I, I, the only way I knew him, it's kind of like I met you through yeah. music. He yeah. would come to my shows and stuff. And it, it wasn't because he was coming to see me because I wasn't, I'm not nothing. But he, he was just making his rounds and hanging out and visiting people. But he's, uh, he's one of those people. It's kind of like you. It's like people are drawn to him and he has that personality that's infectious. And it turns out like he was a, a college baseball phenom. And then now he has a, uh, a monthly spot in Men's Health Magazine for workouts and stuff. Really? And he's like, yeah, dude, he's a cool guy. He Where's he sport. live at? Amarillo. He's a oh, Amarillo no guy. Uh, he does all the um, fitness stuff for, uh, for. I want to say it's Amarillo National Bank. Like, he's their, oh, their main nice. fitness yeah, guy yeah. for that. But then he does. Have um, you ever been down there in their little deal? Nah, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I've heard that it's top notch. I've, I've, like, I've been down there a couple it's, times. It's pretty I've heard that it's epic. top notch. Yeah. But Ralph, he's told me, like, I mean, that's the thing is like he had a, it's not necessarily a, his the way he there you go dude. <laughs> keep on you open another one man you ain't hurt my feelings, um he's got a he's got a good outlook on on life and it's you know he he it's it's just like you and me and everybody else like they they hustle when they got to hustle and then they but they enjoy yeah. it too and that's the thing like it's not it's not just about the work it's about the reward yeah. too like you gotta enjoy the good Life. times yeah, yeah. The, the, well all yeah. of it really i mean even the bad stuff you, you got to enjoy. man you got you gotta stay positive I, and i i get it man there's bad stuff that happens to pe- good people but oh man you gotta stay positive you gotta love the world you gotta love everybody you gotta yeah. just be cool and just if there's there's if some there's any bad stuff coming your way man just Ah, just think, oh, yeah. I, I, it's it's weird, and I, I piss my chick off a lot because she she's like, I just want to be mad sometimes, and I'm like, well, I don't, man. That's, I, you just go be mad, and you wife, come back and give me a hug. You know, it's the same. That's the same <laughs> it's the same way, man. And, and I think maybe maybe guy most guys are more inclined to be that way, but but it's also a point of view, and and it's not saying that that. Uh, my wife or your chick, as you call her, are, are any different? <laughs> She's gonna love that, by the oh, way. Oh, she already. Yeah, 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 she, she knows. knows. Yeah, she knows she you, knows, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, it's not saying that um, that they're any different or anything. It's just that I think it's I think we're the ones who are different. Like it's yeah. it's because the world. You wake up in the morning and it's starting. Somebody's trying to beat you down. Every day, like it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Only you get a you if, get a yeah. uh, bill with some red letters on it, or you get some, you know, you get yeah. a phone call. Like I don't know how many potential spam phone call ta- phone calls oh, I get a day, dude. man. You know what my favorite thing to do is now? Jack so, with them. Oh, my favorite thing to do now is so I've got three kids. I've got a nine year old son named yeah. Jace. I've got a five year old son named Casey. All right, and then I've got our baby girl. She's uh, she'll be two in November, but. Uh, so my favorite thing, my my five year old is hilarious, man. Nice. He's the best. He has like, I mean, <laughs> my 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 oldest son has a really good sense of humor too, but my Casey, my middle son, he's the he's the typical middle child. Like he, I think his thing is he just wants everybody to laugh all the time. And so, that's awesome. My favorite thing to do is say hello. And if they answer, if it's a recording, I'll hang Shut up. Shut up. You but give him the phone? Hand him the phone. And he, oh. goes, he goes off on them, man. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And they'll, he'll have them going for minutes, man. It's fun. It's so funny. We've done that several times now, and he loves it. Because I'm like, just talk to him. 
Tell them what your how about your day? And they say, well, I caught a frog today, or we we had our Shut lemonade stand. Up. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. And those guys are like, put your daddy back on the phone, you know, or whatever. Oh, that and is it's hilarious. Oh, there, it's funny. There's man. a comedian out there. His name's Tom Mabe. Oh yeah, and he does that same yeah. shit. You yeah, know? yeah, Tom Mabe's hilarious. Oh god, that, you should somehow record. Oh, your I know son if I could, that. it would be so funny, there's man. So, there got to be a way. Let me you tell can. you. I'll tell you another story about my about Casey. He's he has never. To my knowledge, watch Scarface. Okay, never to my knowledge. I know, I know that sounds bad, but I don't know. He's five, right? Yeah. So he, to my knowledge, he's never watched Scarface. But every, you know, we'll go to we go to a bunch of the the things and stuff, and you know, like um, in Plainview, they have the uh, at the Ollie Liner Center, they have yeah. the little um, they have a I forget what it is, a Western Days or something. So yeah. we'll take the kids and they go. Yeah. They have bounce houses and all kinds of shit like that, and. So he, he does the, uh, they have stick horse races, and if you do the stick horse races, yeah. you get to keep the stick horse. Well, never fails. They come on. We've been to it two or three years in a row. So we have stick horses <laughs> running out the, we have stick horses running out our butts here. And so it never fails. They'll play with them, and then a day later, their heads will fall off. Yeah. So Casey's favorite thing to do is to go stick that stick horse head underneath my pillow. In bed. Oh, that's he, Godfather stuff. Or Godfather, yeah, no, yeah, 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 not Scarface. Oh Godfather. my God, that's his favorite thing. Not Godfather, Scar, uh, yeah, not Scarface. Godfather, yeah. He goes and sticks that horse head under my pillow, and I. He had to have seen that somewhere. No, I don't know. I don't think he ever has noticed it. He just thinks it's funny. That is and pretty so damn funny. I, I'm telling you, most <laughs> of the time I'll catch it, but I have a big, uh, the the main pillow that I sleep on. I'll go catch it. I'll like I'll. Uh, it's really big. Yeah. And so I'll lay. I, I lay it down, and I don't think nothing. Well, the other day, man, I woke up, I cracked my neck. Shut I up. Figure out, and I was sitting on the side of the bed, and I was, it's been a long night. I think we we got in at like three or four in the morning from being on the road, and we come in, and we're un, we're unloading gear at four in the morning. I remember that, and so that I didn't even look at it. I just went to bed. I woke up at you know nine or ten the next morning and get a crick in my neck, and so I kind of raise up, and I gotta go take a leak. So I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. And, I look and I see something furry poking out. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And I reach my pillow. There's a stick horse head, and I didn't even catch it. And I slipped. I got a crick in my neck, and so I'll go stick it under his pillow, and it ain't even funny anymore to so, him. But he just so did his buddy get a gig with you and your band after that. Who's that? <laughs> your son. Oh he no, he did because in the Godfather oh, movie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's no, like, oh, I you better to. put Charlie in the damn van. No, no, he didn't yet, but uh, but no, he's hilarious, man. So, God, that's awesome. His uh, so for his like uh, his fourth birthday, maybe his fifth birthday, man. He's he's the funniest kid. So his favorite, I don't know what he went through his phase where his favorite word was poop. Everything you'd ask him was poop, poop. So for a while, we, I don't know why he's just crazy kid, man. So I don't know why, but so I'd ask him. Well, that's kind of fun to say, Casey. Poop, yeah, really. Casey, what do you want for your birthday? Poop. Poop. What do you want for your birthday? Poop. I was like, Casey, quit saying that. Tell me what you want for your birthday. Poop. All right. Oh, All right. Awesome. So we're, it, we were in Walmart one day, and we're walking, and on the little end cap, they have a fake plastic poop. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is happening. So I get it. I wrap it, and he wanted a dinosaur birthday. So, man, like I'm the creative one in our family. My wife is the – she's the one that takes care of everybody. Right. So, like – it leaves me to be creative. Like, she's the one, like, without her, we would have nothing. You know what I mean? She's the one that manages everybody. She makes every yeah. sure everybody's got clothes and food. And, yeah. and it's it's totally, like, awesome. It's not it's not sexist. It's what it's just our roles, okay? Like, right. so if anybody gets upset that, you know, I, I didn't make it that way. She You're just right. 
she's just amazing. Anyway, she is amazing. So anyway, so I, uh, so I'm I'm in there and I'm and I tell her she's like she wants to go get a cake from uh, uh, from somebody and I'm like nah I can make one. She's like nah and I because I like to cook I like to bake whatever. Oh, yeah. So I'm in there and boy I built this little dinosaur volcano with red stuff coming out and I put little. Uh, plastic dinosaurs and it's got a waterfall and green leaves and so uh, i mean it's badass cake and so i give him his cake uh, we go over to my parents house and we do his birthday party over there i set his cake down and he freaks out <laughs> oh my gosh dad this is the best cake so he's all about it so then i'll i hand him the the poop gag gift he opens it first and he opens it and it's just this little plastic it looks like a dog ter- i mean it's curled yeah. up and everything yeah, anyway absolutely. and so he opens it up and he loses his shit like he is First, he's very upset. In a good bat- no, oh, first, he's very yeah. upset. And I said, Casey, think about it. Every time I've asked you what you want for your birthday, you said you want to poop. And, dude, then he starts giggling. <laughs> like, And so now, that's the other thing is, like, he'll come and lay that turd, that fake turd on my pillow every once in a while. And he just, he loves it, man. He's the funniest kid. He's nuts, man. Like, and but all my kids, like Jason, like you met him, you met him before, yeah. and uh, like Jace, he's so. Well, smart. hell, when it, whenever I pulled up, and you know your wife has everybody in the car, yeah. and everything, he's trying to, you know, show me his books. And everything. Oh yeah, dude, they're nuts, man. Like they, uh, Jace, he's the he's the biggest uh, reader, and he's That's so awesome. smart. He's smartest kid in his class, and he's in the like, gifted and talented, and way smarter than I'll ever be already. And yeah. like he just, it's nuts, man. I'm gonna. Hopefully he's like this very successful doctor, lawyer, businessman, whatever. And I mean, whatever. But yeah, yeah, just let him writer, creator, take take care of me whenever I'm old, you know, because he's so he's so much smarter than everybody. And then the the cool dynamic about it is is like girls don't happen in my family. Girls don't happen. Like there's right three girls on my mom's side and one girl on my dad's side, and like. Between them, there's like 20 kids, you know, right. like they're, they're yeah, very yeah. rare. Yeah. And so, sure enough, third time's a charm. I have a girl. Well, that is their baby. Like, nobody messes with. So, nice, like, I'm very, nice. I'm yeah. very thankful that, that maybe they'll kind of protect her oh, as God, they go through school. Like, Casey is, like, Jace is very, like, he has a very nurturing instinct. Like, he yeah. wants everybody to be happy. And so, he'll carry her around and take care of her. You know, I ain't got to yeah, change the diapers, she, but, but Casey's hands. like the yeah. one that. Casey is the kind. So we were at Turkey one time. I was playing, playing music at Turkey one time, and uh, he. Uh, it may have been when Macy was real, our, our girl was real, uh, still real small, and the boys are over in the grass playing with some other kid that they'd met. Yeah. And they they've got a football and they're throwing it around, and um, the kid the the kid was in between Jason Casey's age. So he so Casey's five, Jason nine. The kid's probably seven or something and so for whatever reason jace and this other kid they start wrestling and they're just playing just having a good time well jace is he's tall and he's strong for his age so he's uh, like you know he don't want to hurt the kid so he gets on his back and he's like you know playing with this kid letting the kid kind of get the better of him you know and he's not obviously can handle himself well casey sees it he flies over tackles this kid waylays him a few times and knocks the kid off because he's beating up his brother. Yeah. And oh, like yeah, so, yeah. the five year old beat up the kid that was beating up his older <laughs> brother. You know, like that's a good dynamic to have. Like as a dad, I'm proud of that. Well, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but uh, <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. I'm. I it's it's being around you is very 
refreshing. It puts a. I appreciate that. It puts I really a, do. No, it does. And I that's, mean, but, and I tried to. I, I want. I want to make people happy. You know, I don't care if I know you or not. I mean, if. And I'm, I think everybody that probably has has ever met you in it in it in at least the, the amount of time that I've known you, has probably thought that because they. I think that's what that's what is is needed right now. Like everything's so heavy. Like Life's the, too short, man. The, everything's so heavy right now. Yeah, the, yeah. the politics and yeah. you, 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 there's so many everything. the the me too. Like everything is so yeah. crazy right now that your perspective on things is very refreshing. And we and, gotta show that to the kids though too. I want like when we're hanging out having a good time. Like if your kids at the show or something, I want your kids to see me you know having a good time with y'all and they're oh. like oh okay let's all smile instead of being instead of somebody oh, sitting yeah. there being oh i hate oh you yeah. know life you well know? see and that's the thing like whenever we whenever we first had kids i was like whenever we only had jace it was me and my wife and we were young and we had the one kid and i was very much the person that was like we're not going out to eat right. I, my pet peeve is like i cannot stand whenever People let their kids just up and run around screaming yeah. in a restaurant. Yeah. Like, I can't stand that. Yeah. Like, you've got to teach your kids manners. Like, if our kids can't handle it, we're just not going to go. We're, we'll eat at the house. Now, having three, I'm like, we're going to sit over here. <laughs> Y'all don't kill anybody and don't, like, use your manners. Say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Right. Please and thank you. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. But I totally get that. And, like, what I, what I, that's what I try to teach my kids is, like, there's times where you got to be serious and you got to take Absolutely. things, you know, but for the most part, you just, just got to roll with things yeah. and have a good time and just try to enjoy. Yeah. So like their, their favorite thing was, uh, or all summer they've been bugging me for a lemonade stand. So I, the other there day, you go. the other day, and I'm like, okay, but and, it's, I'm, and I'm that cat that's going to pull up to that lemonade stand and, and buy them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buy them out or something. <laughs> Give me that gallon of lemonade. Yeah. No, I'm just going to buy one to let them know. Hey, yeah. all right. That's and I want some service, too. And I told, that's what I told them. I said, okay, but listen, it's not just easy. People aren't just going to hand you money. That's like, right. You got to work for it, yeah. you know? And I was like, okay, I'll, the only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to help you make your sign. Nice. And I'll post it on Facebook yeah. the way people know about it, and then I'll set up your awning. The rest is up to you. You got to mix the lemonade, and it's got to nice. taste good. And you got to get the cooler, and you got to put the ice in it. I said I'll help you get your initial stuff, yeah. but then when you run out of lemonade, any money you make, you got to go buy more lemonade. I'm not buying; I'll buy the first nice. one, but you got to buy the rest of it. And so, man, I think the first day they're out there, they made forty bucks a piece or something no like shit. that. They made a killing. And so now they want to buy new bikes and stuff. And I'm like, nice. I'm like, okay, well, you know, Dude, Monica and I, we we stop at every lemonade if there's ever. Lemonade. You have to. We, you have we to stop, and we're like, yeah, hey, you man, have to bring us one. Yeah, man, you have to. But that's the thing, though, is like, there's there's so many things to be positive about in our time, our day and age. That like, that's why when I see you and I see like I I see you like post about leaving the boards, and it's not that you're posting about it to to get recognition it's At just all. it's just Dude. that it's just fun it's a fun it, it's thing fun. man it makes me happy i want to leave my boards for people to find and i i've actually left them oh that one story about when i left it in dallas my sister and i were we were in that restaurant and i left it actually where we could see it and so that way we if you there, were there maybe somebody we, we were sitting there drinking beer watching it and we seen several people, you know, walk by and stop and look and read the note, and they kept walking. Nobody. We finally it. seen this dude pull in. He parked, got out and looked at it, 
kind of took a double, you know, yeah. take or whatever, and he grabbed it and put it in his truck and took, took off. off. And so and did you ever he hear? Me- it? Yeah, he messaged me shortly after that. I didn't tell him we were sitting there watching, watching him, him. But yeah, but <laughs> we should have took but, video. Yeah, I was we like, saw you pick yeah, this up. I was like, kick ass, man. And, but that's cool though. But yeah. that's the thing though is you're putting stuff out there for people to enjoy. Yeah. Regardless of the payback, it's it's almost like the. Bansky of the skateboard. Yeah, bro. exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's I mean, the thing is, like, he put his art. They, they yeah. do their art to where yeah. people can enjoy it, yeah. and if they. Yeah. And that's the thing too. And I don't even want me to be associated with it. You know, that's why I never post any pictures of me or what whoever on my. Do you Instagram. know? Do you know the? Um, there's a there's a kid from Tulia who started a skateboard company, um, Willie Skate Willie Tulia. So he lives in Dallas or something now. Um, but I used no, to I, I used to go to it's called this. Willie Willie Skate Co. Willie Skate Company. No. And he he does boards and, hey, and, yo, and I, merch and stuff. Like you need to look him up. He's a, his name's Shane Brock. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, you need to I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll me try the to, information here in Yeah, I, he was uh, several years younger than I was. I, I went to school with his little sister. I mean it was his older sister. But, so is uh, that what he does now? Yeah, dude, I And think he's so. out of Dallas? I think he lives I wanna say he lives in like DFW or somewhere. That's cool. But, uh, but I mean, but that's the thing though, is it's the same type thing. It's just all love. Yeah. It's all love. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just like it, it seems very motivational and uplifting and yep. stuff. And it's the same type thing. Yeah. It's and I mean, I don't know that he's giving away boards and stuff. And I'm not saying that that's your whole thing, but I just when I see that, I'm like, that that is the thing. That's yeah, what people yeah, should do. Absolutely. Not you know, like and so I mean, and it obviously playing music, you know. I play music for a living, so it's it's hard to do a lot of stuff for free. But like I get, you know, when when I whenever I can, I don't know how many times a day or a gig will get requested Tennessee whiskey or something <laughs> like that. Right. And but and we do our own because it's a very hard song to cover. Yeah. But we do. We'll. I'll do if I'm playing by myself. I'll do my own version of it, or um, you know, somebody else. Or we'll when we're with the band, we'll do our own version of it. But if I can do it, a, do a good enough job on it to let that person think, right? That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's what that's all I want. I want somebody yeah. to say, that's what I want. Yeah. Not almost. You yeah. know, like that's the whole thing. Is like I want somebody to say, like, no, I dig it. That's the that's the ticket. Not like, oh, that was almost it. If he would have done, you know. So I I envy I envy what you do a little bit, and um, I'm proud of it, and I share it, and. I'm thankful for it. No, no, so. I'm, I'm thankful you're thankful for it. Well, it's a cool I, I, thing, man. And I'm so stoked you invited me on this deal. I mean, this is this is. Awesome. It's a cool thing, and it's it is it's so awesome. I and hope I hope that people listen to it and enjoy it, and I hope that it's. I hope it grows because it's not just Dude, about. It should. I think it's going. You're, you're I hope right so. on the platform because there we got so many stories to tell, man. There's so I many mean, people so out there. Many that are doing cool things like what you're doing and and different things and there's people like i said in the first podcast there's some stories i hope to tell that are hilarious and some that are heartbreaking and some that are heartwarming and but there's so many people out there especially and it's not a nash i mean i I put it on the internet so i guess it is worldwide or whatever but i'm talking about in our area people listen to it and then they follow you on instagram at M dot artboards. Artboards, absolutely. And Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I would give you a little plug. Come, come find my boards. Man. Yeah, I might man. leave them in your neighborhood. That's the thing, and you always say that. It's like <laughs> I might leave a board near you next. I don't or know where like I'm that. gonna leave them. Yeah. yeah. 
But I just think like there's so many people out there doing good things and cool things and interesting things or people with cool stories that that should be told. You know, like and I'm not you know, I may talk about me and what I'm doing, but it's it's not about me. It's about nah, dude, I hope you, that you everybody rock, talks man. about it and 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 tells their story and people get out of it what they what they need. But Chad Miller's music is kick-ass, <laughs> dude. It's it coming. some good-ass music. August 5th, we're back in the studio, so hopefully September-ish we've got the season nice. ready. So it's coming. So, but man, thanks for coming out. Love thanks you, for Chad. Thanks Love for hanging you, out and drinking Absolutely. some drinks Absolutely. with me. And, uh, Probably and drink a couple things. more here in a yeah. second, right? <laughs> Off camera. <laughs> we got, now we're going to get to the, the raw the uh, stories we couldn't uh, tell. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. right on, man.